Welcome back to The Sherry Show. If this is your first time, it's good to have you and I'm happy you have tuned in. On today's show, we're going to leave behind talk about movies for a little bit of talk about TV. And I'm going to bring in a whole new set of people who I love to talk to, to talk with me about the show du jour. And no, I don't mean Bling Empire. We'll get to that one. I mean Bridgerton. So today I'm talking to Stephanie, Kiana, and Christina, referred to in the conversation sometimes by our initials, S-S-K-E-C-M and S-H. Why initials? Because that's how we talk to each other in the group chat. So we got together and decided that we were going to make a project out of watching Bridgerton. And here you have the product of that project where we talk about the things that we liked, things that we did not like, and things that may or may not make us go back for a second season. Among the highlights of our conversation is a shared admiration for Black British actor Ajoa Ando, who plays Lady Danbury. Um, And coincidentally, she's also one of the narrators of the book that I'm listening to now on audiobook, The Old Drift by Namwali Sarpel. And I didn't realize that for like days, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. It is totally her. Anyway... We talked a lot about what we liked about her as a character. We also talked a little bit about what we don't like about Shondaland shows more generally. So I won't give any more of the show away. I hope you relax and enjoy being a fly on the wall for this particular conversation. And if you have not yet, please like, subscribe, and share this little podcast. Enjoy. All right. Today we're going to talk about Bridgerton. And I think Shondaland shows more generally, right? Um, so I have online CMSS and KE, and we're going to talk about our experience primarily watching Bridgerton. And I think what I want to do is I want it to take the shape of conversations that I've already had um, on this podcast, where I start off by talking about the things that we like, because I mean, we watched all, what was it, nine or eight episodes, we watched all of them. So we clearly like something, right? Um, (laughs) What we liked, and then we'll move on to Maybe what we didn't like so much. Um, And then because I always think it's nice to have things in a positivity sandwich, um, we'll end with things about the show that surprised us and things that maybe we may want to see shows like this doing going forward, right? So who wants to start us off by talking about what we liked about Bridgerton? What got us through all eight episodes? Nine is eight or nine episodes. I should know this, shouldn't I? It was a lot of episodes, okay? (laughs) We don't remember. We just know it was a lot. (laughs) It was eight episodes, I think, right? Yeah. I like it. That's right. I can start with something super basic. Super basic. Okay. Everybody and their mama were like watching the show. So honestly, the first thing I liked about it was the fact that I could not stop hearing about it. Mm. Um, which is usually the case with Shondaland stuff. And so that's that's one of the reasons why I liked it because everyone was watching it in these kind of pandemic times, you yeah, know? Yeah. I want to be watching what everyone else is watching. It's like a community that. effort, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Shonda does this. Shondaland does these shows and, you know, not all written by her, but she does these shows that are sort of like event TV. And um, 
KE, that makes me realize like Bridgerton is the first event TV Shondaland show of 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 the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, it wasn't like the Thursday night, the T, what is it, TGIT, where we yeah. all get on Twitter and we tweet about um, scandal and how to get away with murder and Grays, I think, was also a part of that roster. But um, in this era of pandemic streaming, binging, um, this is the first or one of the first shows that that um, that are coming out of that production company that does that kind of community-based experience of watching. Yeah, we all watch it because everybody else was watching it. We want to know what everybody talking about right 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 exactly in that in that way it, it matched kind of the interest level I had in shows like tiger king and you know others <laughs> i just wanted to watch what people were watching yeah i never ended up that yeah i never ended up watching that tiger king <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to get into that, get into that. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i like um i like that it was it's a historical kind of period piece right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I like the Victorian-esque. One thing I was thinking about is why I could watch this and I had a hard time watching the other show that's about um, Queen Elizabeth. What's that? Um, oh, the crown. queen. The queen. The crown. The crown. I watched up to like four episodes and I could not get past the fourth episode. And I think part of it for me is that this had that kind of telenovela soap opera mm-hmm. storytelling that like mm-hmm. gets you kind of, I, and I don't like Shondaland y'all. Like I'm not, not that I don't, I have nothing to say about the writer <laughs> in that career. <laughs> but y'all, y'all know I'm going to Shondaland. I'm hating all day on Shondaland stuff. Not the person. but hater of our group. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, but this one I could binge, like I, I could get down with this. I think part of is what I liked about it is that there was the kind of representation around the queen as a black woman, right? That there's like kind of, it's not centering necessarily because it's all centered on this white girl, but, or, you know, or this young white woman, but um, at least you do have kind of brown and black faces and it they normalize it within this Victorian-esque period. Mm-hmm. I like the, the the bit about the telenovela where you know we 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 acknowledge that we like getting drawn in by the melodrama of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we like the we like the excessive and 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 you know sweet thick feelings and and all of that. Like that's a thing mm-hmm. that we can sort of let ourselves let ourselves go in, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the drama, right? This kind of yeah. trump- and I love the yeah, voiceover. The voiceover. What are you? The narr- The narrator. Oh, this is um. This is who turns out to be um. Don't say. The, are we allowed to say who the? Yeah. The... You know what? This show is gonna have spoilers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes up, if it comes up, if it comes up, but it's a, it's the what is the name of the lady who is the uh, red curls? Lady. Yeah. No, no. What's lady. her? What's her? Um. What's her pen name? Uh, with oh, whistle, 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 whistle down, whistle, whistle down, down. Right. Mm-hmm. down, right, right. Um, it's her. She's supposed to be like the voiceover. I, you know, I, I no, we can't talk about that part yet. Stephanie, what do you like? So what what made me finish watching this show was you guys said I had to finish watching. This. <laughs> <laughs> 
be honest. Um, and I can't wait for the next section of this podcast where we talk about what we did not like about it. But, um, but apart from that, apart from that, apart from that um, you, you all know I love love. You know, I love romance. Yeah. I, I, I read yeah. romance yeah. novels, you know, I, and yes. as, a, as a serious scholar, I know that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. But yeah, I, but, but this I, is why it's so surprising that you're like, you're, 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 you're kind of in the hater camp with Christina too, right? A so that, bit, that, that, a little that makes, bit. makes it so but, crazy. But there were, anyway, yeah, there were things that I, that I also um, ended up um, making me come back was the woman who played the, the part of the, the auntie of the Duke. I can't remember what her name is. Um, yes. Lady Danbridge. Lady Danbridge, I think. Yeah. Um, she's a well-known. Yes, she's a she's a well-known Ghanaian, um, Ghanaian, British um, actor, and she's, and and so just to sort of um, to hold hold she's that. The eyebrows, right? The eyebrows, she's the one yes. with the edges, with the edges, edges, with the yeah. eyebrows. Yes. And, yes. Then last, yes. and then lastly, I was intrigued by some of the musical choices. Um, there was yeah, some popular is. music that was sort of. Um, I think there was some Ariana Grande and some some other mm-hmm. some Lady Gaga, some other interesting contemporary yes. music that was set to strings and and that was um, I think a little wink from Shonda Shonda Rhimes yeah. uh, to bring it forward. So um, for those reasons, mm-hmm. I I kept watching, but but I would say that the biggest piece was because I wanted to stay in the cool camp with 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 you all. <laughs> <laughs> Before we, before we, um, you know, we're very grateful that you, 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 you know, you sat through this, and you know that there were things that you saw, like the the, the musical choices and and Lady Danbridge and all of that. So there were things to stick around for. I wanted to talk before we moved on to the things that we didn't necessarily like about it to talk a little bit about um, Shondaland shows and 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 how shows by Shondaland like what is it that they do like you know we got a lot of gripes about this show which you know you'll hear about some of them but there's something about these shows and I I, I kind of want to go to Ke first because you know <laughs> Ke is our Shondaland binger and so, that's right the resident you know. Shondaland binger here um, <laughs> I am currently watching Grey's Anatomy and I'm behind Behind the curve, way behind the curve, obviously. I mean, there, you know, there's so many seasons. I'm only in season five, but I can't <laughs> stop watching. And so I think part of the quality of Shondaland shows is it, it has that soap opera show that never ends kind of thing to it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was hard for me to stop watching Bridgerton. You know, it was it, it's hard for me to stop watching Grey's. And there's something about like the viewing experience that makes me forget about mm-hmm. other things. Like I'm able yeah. to just like yeah. transport myself into these worlds and they're so over the top. They're so out there that I don't know, it just, it's, it shuts things off for me. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I just, I cannot stop, stop watching. There, there, yeah, there's this way about scandal. scandal for me uh-huh. was just, I could not stop watching Scandal. Um, I ended up stopping um, halfway through the entire um, run and I think I'll go back to it, but um, it was, it was an escape 
as Sherry said, it was yeah. Thursday night. It was just a mm-hmm. time to sort of get your glass of wine or your or whatever. Uh, and, your red wine. Yes, whatever it was. And see and see excellence, you know, see um this woman put out shows that were that were um full of drama and and mm-hmm. I would I would mm-hmm. agree with that that that's something that that she always brings. Yeah, like people of color doing crazy and I'm going to this is probably going to be the first curse on the show but people of color out on these shows doing crazy shit and it wasn't necessarily something that was like representative of the entire swath of people who were non-white, right? Mm-hmm. Um there is there's something about that that being satisfying, like people, like this is, I guess, a thing that Shonda says in her The Year of Yes um, memoir, where she says, you know, people just get to be people in 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 her shows, and regardless of 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 of, of what kind of skin that they walk in, they're just, you know, regular people, and that's, you know, again, like with your big glass of red wine on a Thursday night, that is particularly satisfying. I watch Scandal too. I I feel like I was trying to remember today where I stopped. I remember why I stopped. I sort of feel like sometimes like escapism is something that's consistent here in what we've been talking about, about these particular shows. And I think as um, as academics who are also women of color, there is a way in which we want and we seek out these things that allow us to turn our brains off. Right. Um, But I feel like scandal kind of got dropped along the wayside at a time when I couldn't afford to turn my brain off. Um, Mm -hmm. So I haven't necessarily watched it. But I remember with Grey's, Kiana, like I had to stop watching Grey's because I was basically sitting down on the floor in front of my TV every Thursday night just bawling, just bawling, just bawling. Because it's just, it's a lot. Like in as much as you're turning your brain off, you are kind Mm -hmm. of giving your emotions over to it. And I feel like it's, it's not a willing thing and it's, like now that I'm even talking about it, like it, it, it occurs to me, like there's so much that we turn off mm-hmm. in our professional life to do yes. the jobs that we do. Absolutely. That when we sit out in front of these shows, like, I mean, I, I was stunned by the blubbering that happened at the end of Bridgerton. I'm just like, yeah. this is the corniest scene in the world. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Yes. I mean, I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, and one thing that's interesting to me about Shondaland shows is is how it gets to some really tender moments between Black people. Mm. Um, you know, and, and thinking about Grace, you have this cast of like Black doctors who, you know, have each other's backs. You have like uh, How to Get Away with Murder, these really powerful scenes between Viola Davis and Cicely Tyson, rest in peace, right? Like mm-hmm. it, uh, there's, and, and in Bridgerton, uh, you could say, is it, what is it, Lady Dan, uh, Dandridge, right? Danbridge, mm-hmm. yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and the, the Duke. The, exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That, I, I've appreciated that too about, about the shows as well. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think a lot of those sorts of scenes also rely on like not a lot of language too, which is really interesting. Like Christina, it makes me think of that um, one episode of Small Axe that you are not a fan of. Um, yeah, I can't right. remember the title of it right now. Um, oh, a red, red, blue, and red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Red, yeah. white, and blue. Where it's it's the cop one and. Um, and there's the moment where he is walking into the academy from his dad's car, and there is the Sam Cooke version of um, "How Can You Mend a Broken Heart," like uh-huh. a, a love song, a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, um, 
a love song that is that is is uh is an eros love song or i've always listened to as an eros love song being deployed in this paternal um and this father son moment that is 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 wordless between them but just like so so full of emotion that just kind of draws you in like i think i think shandaland does similar things with 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 how it 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 positions people in relation to each other and draws those emotions and you know a reader a tightly a tightly wound reader a tightly wound watcher <laughs> you know can 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 find ourselves getting taken in um anything else we want to say that we really liked about Bridgerton before we move on to the part of the conversation that everybody has been waiting for let me just throw this in before we get to, to you know the second part that everybody's excited hey, for. The costume. The side, always looking on the bright side that's why we have <laughs> the costumes are cool the, costume, the colors the costume, the, the costume. yes you know I was I, I dig I, I, the I, wig I, I love the wig the, the hair. hair the wig yes yes, the hair. yes that's true the queen's hair the queen's hair was particularly yeah. fantastic was particularly fantastic so in, in in hatching the show one of the things that we talked about as a group was how we enjoyed Bridgerton and I think we just talked about some of the ways that we enjoyed Bridgerton but we did not like it Mm-mm. Um, and I think what I want to talk about now is, um, in as much as I want to talk about why we didn't like it, can we start by talking about like, what's the difference between enjoying and not liking for each of us? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that, um, Stephanie gave a really great example the last time that we talked about this, about <laughs> some of the music that she, that, that, that gets her legs yeah. up when she's on her run, that she, she, she doesn't want to confess to anybody that she listens to. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so there's music. There's music that we love, and yeah. the the four of us have talked about some of this this music that we love, and then there's music that we that we absolutely have to listen to, but we can't like, you know. And um, I gave the example in this group of um, G Unit and Fifty Cent, um, you know. <laughs> it's on my playlist. It'll always be on yeah. be on my running playlist. Um, but I will never be out there saying this to anyone else except to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and my 19 so far subscribers. <laughs> and we want that number to go up, please, subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. More subscribers, please. But yeah, what do we what are what are some of the things that we're 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 thinking about when we we talk about um enjoying something and not liking it like what's the what's the line that's being drawn there i think there's something about pleasure right um i'm you know plenty of feminist scholars have kind of done a better job than i will like ruminating what it means to think about (laughs) pleasures right and Uh uh the kinds of pleasures we get from different media but there is something about the pleasure um the kind of affective feeling of pleasure of watching something like Bridgerton, but being academics, being scholars, right? I'm a media studies scholar. I'm kind of, like, I can't watch things without deconstructing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have like a huge feminist critique of Bridgerton, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm sure plenty of other people do too. And so I think that's where for me, the enjoy and like are separated. It's like, mm-hmm. I can get pleasure out of something, but I'm also, because of different kind of emotional, affective, um, you know, layers, right, that I'm, or the experience that I'm having, 
Because I did cry at the end of Bridgerton too. I was like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Daphne and the Duke? Like, that's, 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 they were annoying. They were. Oh I was just like, let's oh not go back God. to them, please. Right? Can we yeah. not go back to them? Even though, I mean, y'all know I like watching the Duke. Okay, let me start. Let me start. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, if I could see him strut one less time, I would be a happier woman. <laughs> like a rooster, like a rooster, don't it? Like a rooster, chest. I'm sticking out my yeah. chest right now. I think that yeah. calls, yeah. it, it calls him a peacock if he can stop walking a around peacock. like a <laughs> okay, so um, and I, I just, I know you, you three love, love the Duke. I could not stand this man, um, <laughs> in a petty way. Could be because I'm not attracted to to men like him, or you know, I just, I just wasn't feeling him. And um, but I would say um, more seriously though that for me as a dark skinned woman, I found it very disturbing that. There was no dark-skinned woman apart from Lady Dan Danbridge, um, mm -hmm. who was worthy, right, of of having some kind of, of connection. Um, and we can extend that to other women of of color. So the only black woman, the other black woman, of of course, was the what was her name? Um, Marina. Marina, right. Yeah, and she, they treated her character horribly. Shabby, shabby, so shabby. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so I, I think I think that that's what that's what really irritated me at the end of the day was that um no dark-skinned woman got a chance to be in some kind of love romantic right love relationship um even yes. the dark skinned man his the duke's best friend his his significant other was light skinned right marina was mm -hmm. like, you know, everybody right. was light skinned and um that's just a chip that i carry on my shoulder every day as you all know so um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. seriously that that did give me um pause mm -hmm. yeah. legitimate legitimate chip oss and i think yeah. i think that really bothered me about um the configuration of love relationships in this too is um, in as much as it is groundbreaking to, to, to center interracial love in the way that it does. Right. I think it also relegated Marina and her storyline to a secondary position and a secondary position that existed in the narrative or existed in the mm -hmm. show only to um, not even to highlight the relationship between Daphne and the Duke, but to, to to make Daphne look better. It, it's like all, it's, right. it's only in the series for the moment when Daphne is able to talk to the general's wife um, mm -hmm. on behalf of Marina and, and showcase her personal right. development yeah. in the show. Like it's all yeah. there. So it's just like, you know, it's, 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 it's a more elaborate version of the black friend that's only mm -hmm. in there for, for that reason. And I think, yeah. I think that's, that's one of the main 
the main complaints I have about this show in as much as we talk about Shondaland programs being uh, champions of representation and diversity, it falls very much into the same traps as other mainstream. Well, it's mainstream now too. Um, it falls into the same traps as other network televisions that aren't necessarily um, built around diversity in the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, I also thought that acting together was like, you know, off like Daphne would stare at him and part her lips and like, I think we love her how to like touch we herself. Laugh. We laugh, because, we laugh because even though you can't see us, we can see each other during this recording. And like Christina just totally did the chin up and lips parted, and it was amazing. <laughs> and don't and don't forget the, the the that that kind of heavy breathing, you know, like oh, yeah. oh, my oh my shuddering, oh my god, so yeah. damn shuddering. Come on, girl, yeah. put that coat on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was never convinced of, of no. their love. I, yeah. I, I never really saw that, believed that, bought into that. Mm -hmm. uh, it, 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 it always felt arranged to me, you yeah. know, even when those, that, that issue broke apart. Mm -hmm. And Daphne looks like she's 12, and the Duke looks uh, like she's 30. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean exactly. talking about historical accuracy, though. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. True that. So yeah. there's, that might be that might be a part of something of, else of, that irritated me, and I'll I'll, I'll let Ke go go next. Um, but there was a part where Lady Danbridge said to um, to her nephew, the Duke, um, you know, this we are here. You know, we've we've come so far. We are. It it was like a it was like one sentence about why mm -hmm. black people were on the screen. Right, that, mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. here. Um, nobody cares about our the, our skin color, and that just felt mm -hmm. very, it reminded me of something Sherry says all the time about the kind of diversity work that is being done in different institutions that is so shallow. so shallow and yeah. not not very thoughtful. Mm -mm. No, I think that yeah. whole episode with his yeah. father too, like that entire episode with his father, Stephanie, I think was was geared towards offering some kind of explanation. You know, beyond the fact that the queen is 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 an you know model off of an actual historical figure that is rumored to have been black and all mm -hmm. of those things, but like this is the moment where it explains how there could have been people of color at court, right? Like. Right. But it's this it's this moment of shallowness that that there is one there is one good moment. I know we're in the bad part. There's one good moment that I noted in the entire show that I think does diversity and I using diversity in terms of the institutional mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. terms, but does inclusion um, successfully. There is a moment between Penelope and Marina where Penelope is, is you know, berating her again for wanting to marry Colin and for Colin to help her get out of the pregnancy um, bind that she's in and, and being deceitful. And what it comes down to is Marina saying to her, Marina discovers she's protesting as much as she is because Penelope is in love with Colin. And Marina says some version of... Um, you want me to throw in my whole life because of your feelings. And I was like, boom, white lady tears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was the smartest moment in the entire show. Mm -hmm. After that, everything else was just wigs and fluff. 
mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. it was this it was this very stark point where you know Penelope is just like I I love him and you know please consider his feelings and she's just like please consider the mm-hmm. fact that my life is over if I don't secure security and I think this is very much you know. It, it, it's great. often a life and death situation for one party when the yeah. white begin, right? Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it it was a very good signal in that moment to <clears throat> excuse me. It was a it was one of those less shallow gestures to the politics of the moment, to the interpersonal politics of the moment that I think was a lot more successful than the one that um, was far more elaborate that Stephanie is bringing us to. Right, like it's just it, we worked hard to get here. The reason the the Duke's father is as shitty as he is to his son is because he wants an exceptional son, and so like you know the yeah. whole excellence and exceptional. Yes. Yeah, twice as good, but it, it, it hits the stereotypical notes in that mm-hmm. moment. It's just like, I'm just checking boxes. I'm checking the boxes that the diversity consultant gave us at the end of um, when they watched the first the first version of this season, right? I'm just mm-hmm. trying to throw in an episode where we give a story about why there's some Black people in here and make it about why the father is, is a jerk, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so I think the shallowness of the diversity project in Shondaland is 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 one of the things that I don't like. Um, mm-hmm. It's only about representation. It's only about seeing these people on the screen. It's not so much about thinking about their material realities or giving them the same amount of space as 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 other characters get. Um, I was I was annoyed that 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 feather lady. What's her name again, you guys? Lady Whistle down. I keep wanting to say feather bottom. I don't know why. I mean, feather, at least I have remembered feather bottom. It annoyed me that 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 whistle down turned out to be one of the women in the town. Like that that was it was just like, geez, like give some shine to give some because I thought initially it was um the 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 woman at the dress shop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, well they wanted us to and they, they wanted us to believe I fell, yeah, they wanted- I fell into that trap. But then when I realized I this is it. it you did. Like, I know yeah. you did. I she did. She did get it. Um, I guessed it wrong, but it's it. I it. I was also disappointed by that choice. Yes. Um, because it was it was a predictable choice. Like right. all of the people of color, all of the non, um, all of the non nobility or non royalty people, only they like they serve secondary functions in the community as well as in the storyline. And I just. I'm just like in 2021, like we we should know how to do secondary in the community, but primary in the plot. Like we have, we should be able to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that was another disappointing thing um, yeah. for me. We should note that it's it is we're in a difficult position because we want to escape. We want to have shows that, that lift us up and that give us something to something else to think about other than our research. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because our research is so, is so difficult, you know, it's so, Mm -hmm. it's so sort of all encompassing because, because we are our research in, in many ways. Right. Um, Yes. 
So, so, so we're, we're difficult heavy, heavy. customers. We're difficult yeah. customers because we want that. We want to escape. But at the same time, we don't want you to dismiss the pain of our subjects, right? Like, like the real, mm-hmm. the real pain of our subjects. So I, I think mm-hmm. of my neighbors watching Bridgerton, right? My neighbors who have never thought about this, who look at that and say, you see, we don't see color, you know, we're right. all the same, you know? This and is exactly. the colorblind court. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. critical. Is, and is that not the project of the shallow Shondaland diversity? Yes. Right, yes. is to, yes. to to kind of achieve that kind of colorblind, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's on screen. She's on screen. She's got yeah. a whole plot line. I mean, yeah. what would happen? What would happen if it was and you know, light skinnedness aside, what would happen if it was if it was Marina at the center of that narrative and 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 Daphne in Marina's position? Right. Like, mm-hmm. what would happen right. if we if if we switched it in that way? Right. Um, how much? Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, you you go. And I, I was just well, going to say how much I, more so it would be. Yeah. Would it though? I <laughs> think so it I say would. That, not because I don't think. No, I'm sure. And I, I think it would. But what I would say is because the, then to me, the other problem. So for me, there's like a, a kind of both race and gendered critique, right? Then the other problem is, is that you know, whether we're talking about, I mean, there would be different kind of lived experiences if we're talking about Daphne or Marina and a different, you know, storyline. And I I agree that, you know, there's a really interesting kind of um, exercise you can do of like, what does that story look like if it's Marina and not Daphne, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And not a but, right? And also I'm thinking, the thing that I, I think was also problematic was is that they tried to position, at least in Daphne's case, as someone who is not just, you know, she wants she wants to get just her job, right, is to get married and have kids, right? And that's what all she wants. But then they try to like position her as someone who has choice, right? So they feel like a 21st century feminist yeah. lens, yeah. but yeah. in a way that undermines real feminist politics, mm-hmm. right? Because ultimately, what does it end with? It ends yeah. with her getting what she wants, which is having, having very- a baby. Right. And, and and we are on screen. We are like behind the screen, like blubbering at it. I think that's awesome. Right. Christine. I mean, I think that's absolutely right that it actually does reach for these 21st century feminist politics to to then inscribe a very traditional sense of what freedom yeah. should right. be. And so then I'm asking, do we want a marina to be to, to, to inscribe <laughs> to be subjected? That? To I be mean, inscribed to those kinds yeah, of yeah, white woman feminist politics. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. But even in her second even in her secondary capacity, right? She still sort of gets absolutely. inscribed into 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 right. the same milieu. K E, you had a thing. That's true. No, I was just I was just gonna ask CM to say more about the feminist critique. I appreciate that um kind of quite a bit what you say, you know. And you know what what interest what interests me about that is uh Daphne's mother. Mm-hmm. And I think if I we, wanted her to be more competent, y'all. I wanted her yeah. to be more candid. I mean, it, yeah. it opened so many spaces for her to be yes, bumbling, less bumbling, and yeah. sure, the servant, the, the chamber, have sex, the chambermaid, right? 
the chambermaid did some of it, but it was just like, basic, come on. Basic lessons, come, right? Come, come yeah. on. The penis goes inside of your vagina and he has to ejaculate for you to get pregnant. Inside your vagina is where it has to go. Because I, I actually care. thought I actually thought that when they went to the to watch the the pigs that she would get a lesson there. I thought that yeah. she would. No. And you're just like, why the hell are we watching pigs if she's not going to get a sex education yeah. class? Come on. <laughs> I have a question though. I have a question about because um, okay. as we're talking, where I'm thinking about. Do you remember Cinderella when um, it was um, Brandy and Whitney and never watched? Right? It. I remember it. I remember it, but I yeah. didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I remember. have these. I don't. I didn't have these same reactions to that as I do to Bridgerton, and I don't know whether it's because to mm. CM's point about the feminist um, lens, and I don't know if it's because I was much younger when I watched that, or because you know it was Brandy and Whitney, so you yeah, know they, yeah. they were they were in you know they were the leads, um, and then I'm also thinking about the Wiz and how the Wiz was also a sort of a remake of a white. Mm -hmm. of a white show, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And how that was that was acceptable to me because it was an all black cast, pretty mm -hmm. much. Right? Mm -hmm. I think I think this so, is the thing. I think this is the thing that we can sort of get at too, Stephanie, with 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 thinking about Shondaland and what Shonda does with what Shondaland does with representation. And I want to separate Shonda Rhimes from Shondaland um, when we are mm, talking about but, her from the production company a lot, because this mm -hmm. actually isn't a show that Shonda wrote in the same way yeah. that she wrote um, right. uh, Grey's and mm -hmm. um, Grey's and Scandal and mm -hmm. Private Practice, right? Mm -hmm. um, starting with How to Get Away with Murder, she she. She, she just sort of became the production company side of this. But what's fascinating about the Shondaland aesthetics is that they proliferate. Even if she's not writing the show, there mm -hmm. is a version of representation yes. that has to happen. And I think, I think Stephanie, the more that we watch these things, the more that these things become a part of our landscape. I think Lovecraft Country broke our brains a little bit where this is mm -hmm. concerned, you guys. Um, or shows like Lovecraft Country because um, it allows us to see depth in representation Representational politics mm -hmm. that isn't present in some of these projects that's just about replacing whiteness with blackness. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, it, it to get beyond that surface treatment, mm -hmm. when we bring in these, these um, black characters and put them kind of at the center, mm -hmm. the narrative, the narrative structure, the logic of the narrative necessarily shifts and i think you, you that doesn't happen mm -hmm. in a show like yes. you know, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Okay. yeah absolutely, that, that absolutely. Remains, the same narrative scaffolding right. logics all of that remains in place mm -hmm. whereas Lovecraft country you know th those logics are are blown yes. all they are away. literally right. exploded right. i mean except They're in that exploded. one episode that we've talked about ad nauseum um it totally does explode that where it's not just about that kind of of replacement it's what does what does blackness look like in this context in its right. own right and on its own terms see yeah. exactly yes yeah yes. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want to wrap us up um, with a few words on the things that maybe surprised us about the show that may 
bring us back to season two because a season two is coming. Are you going to watch it's season about two? That brother. I am not watching that. <laughs> it's no. about the Viscount. It's about the Viscount. So yeah, it's, okay. so, Christina is making a thumbs down. There is nothing about Bridgerton that will make her go back. We're mm. probably going to make her go no, back. <laughs> if, if it was about someone else, but mm. if it's a sideshow, who about no, who, so, so who would you go back for? Who, who would you go back for? Yeah, good question. I would go back for Eloise. The the sister the the ah, she annoyed the shit sister. out of me. I would go back. Oh my god! I would go back for the boxer. I think the boxer deserves mm. his own story. Mm. Yeah, the entrepreneur is so like no, no. Stephanie's like no. Eloise, I want to see Eloise. This is another thing that was disappointing. It's the sister, the, the sister who was the writer. A thing that I didn't like about, another thing I didn't like about this show was how it dealt with stereotypes. Like it tried to think about itself as being progressive in terms of stereotypes, but like it's representation of the bookish girl is, yeah. is, is stereotypically annoying in yeah. a way that's, that's offended. True. As a bookish girl, I'm offended. I'm offended by Eloise because like she just, she just like, she just I too much. I see that. I Yes. Am I too much, you guys? Is that <laughs> a little bit? But yeah, maybe I would. I think maybe I would go back for her. I think I'm <laughs> I'd go back for her, but um the boxer, CM is gonna go back for the boxer if it was about hey. what about you? K is gonna do it anyway because K is just oh, like yeah. I'm a Yo. I'm a Shonda girl. <laughs> you already know escapism, here I come. You know, <laughs> I'm, in. I'm in. We'll see. I'll have some notes, but I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's about the whack ass white guy, <laughs> I know, I know. You know what? I would be excited about uh, a follow up to the Marina, like following yeah. Marina. Yes. You know, yeah. that would be really exciting to me. But yes, even even the white guy, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, uh, in I'm, one of in one of my favorite essays about the show, it came out early um, when the show premiered by Trisha Matthews. She's she's a um, she's a romanticist. She talked about Marina being the most interesting character in the show and. I want to say I agree with her on that, and it's unfortunate that um, it's unfortunate that she she was positioned in the secondary ways that she she was. I think um, in a better um, Bridgerton, we would see Marina take up a more primary position, um, and 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 see where where the show would go with that, and not subjugate her to the same. Yeah. Um, Feminist politics that we see yeah. white women being yeah. subjugated to. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank all of you for taking time out of your super, super busy days to to indulge me in this conversation for my podcast. I love yeah. you guys so much. So okay, thank love you guys. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. I will see you all in the chat, and I'll probably all, all right. Bye. Okay.